0: Welcome to the Mastify's Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co host, Sean Hooley. Today we'll talk about BD selling its surgical instrumentation assets to Steris, CoreWave raising money to manufacture its LVAD, Avano's Medical acquiring DietRoast technology, and more. First, how are you doing today, Sean? What's your take on the news today?
1: I'm doing well. A lot of interesting news. I guess some money raised, some businesses changing hands, some partnerships. It's all happening. So excited to get back into the swing of things after a long weekend.
0: Definitely. It's been a busy day. So without further ado, what's the first thing that we should know?
1: First, Newellis and Davida partnered on an ultrafiltration therapy pilot program. So this is an interesting collaboration that could make positive changes in the access to heart failure treatments.
0: So, what will that pilot program do?
1: So, Newellis, which some people may remember as CHF Solutions, I think it's been a year or two since that change was made, but important to note in case people were wondering, will pilot its Aquadex ultrafiltration therapy within selected US markets as part of a supply and collaboration deal with Devita, which has specialized in dialysis, but basically Aquadex, which removes excess fluid from patients suffering from fluid overload, treats congestive heart failure and related conditions. And through this pilot, the companies can make Aquadex available at a combination of Devita's hospital customers and outpatient centers. Both companies plan to collaborate on the rollout, clinician training, and patient support. And to pair the Aquadex with Devita's care team could expand access to ultrafiltration therapy, and potentially reduce related healthcare costs for providers and payers.
0: Ultrafiltration therapy does play a crucial role in managing fluid overload and other complications in patients with renal dysfunction. So this is definitely an interesting partnership. When do the companies expect to fully launch the partnership?
1: Newellis and DeVita expect their pilot program to launch by the end of the third quarter and extend through May 31st, 2024. The agreement also includes an option for DeVita to extend its supply agreement for up to 10 years. So, this could be a very long term project.
0: And what are executives saying about this partnership?
1: Esther Jaramillo Jr., the president and CEO of Newellis, said that the company believes DeVita's clinical infrastructure could potentially help accelerate the clinical adoption of ultrafiltration when first line medical treatments aren't effective. So, the clinical and commercial teams at Nuelis are are excited and ready to begin working together on the pilot program to introduce it to a broader patient population.
0: Let's move on to some cardiology news.
1: CoreWave raised $64 million as it prepares to manufacture its LVAD or left ventricular assist device. Big financial boost for the company looking to progress its heart pump.
0: And what does CoreWave's LVAD do?
1: So these are life extending devices for people with heart failure. And currently, Abbott's HeartMate has hold of the U.S. market in the space, but in the case of Core waves technology. The company believes it can overcome current complications associated with that by mimicking a pulse and blood flow rate similar to a healthy heart. It uses a system driven by an electromagnetic actuator with only one moving part and current runs through coils to generate oscillations in the LVAD's magnetic ring, resulting oscillations then trigger a wave propagation along the discoidal membrane that propels the blood inward with a high fidelity pulsatile flow.
0: It seems like this funding kind of underscores the growing interest in investment and investment in Advancing Cardiac Support Technologies. And this is the latest in a string of good news for CoreWave in recent years, right?
1: Yeah, it's the second closing of this Series C financing. So the first in 2021 brought in 35 million euro from a collection of returning investors. This one brought in 15 million euro from the French government and another 11 million from additional European investors. So it's been about a two-year process to complete this Series C, but a lot of money coming in to support this technology.
0: And is the CEO optimistic?
1: Yeah. The CEO, Louis DeLiller, said that the investments are the result of demanding selection processes that demonstrate the relevance of the disruptive product the company develops and the seriousness of the work carried out by its teams. Funds can enable the company to pursue its mission with the aim of improving lives of advanced heart failure patients around the world.
0: And we tease some acquisition news. So what else should we know for the day?
1: Yep, Avanos Medical is said to acquire Diros technology so big M&A play in the radio frequency therapy space.
0: And what does Diros technology do? Company develops
1: radio frequency or RF products used to treat chronic pain conditions. The technology it develops delivers RF energy through precisely placed minimally invasive probes that heat nervous tissue near the probe's tip deactivating the nerve's ability to transmit pain signals.
0: Acquisitions for companies are usually a strategic move to demonstrate the company's commitment to expanding its portfolio and addressing unmet needs in the medical device market. How does this strengthen Ivano's medicals portfolio?
1: Uh, It believes that the RF Trident technology from Dyros will further enhance its pain management treatment options and complement its Coolleaf cooled RF product offering. So just a supplement to its portfolio, it seems, but potentially a game changer for the company.
0: And when is the transaction expected to close?
1: Avanos Medical expects the transaction to close in the third quarter of 2023, subject to customary conditions. The company plans to finance it through a combination of funds from its existing credit facility, but the new business will be immediately accredited to revenue growth, gross margins, operating margins, and EPS, according to the company.
0: And we have some catheter news.
1: The FDA approved the Sermotics Surveil drug-coded balloon. So we heard rumblings that this might happen ahead of schedule, and that confirmation has come.
0: So what is that Surveil drug-coded balloon? Surveil
1: uses what Sermotics describes as best-in-class technology. It's all designed to treat peripheral artery disease or PAD. It includes a proprietary drug excipient formulation for a durable balloon coating. The company manufactures the system using an innovative process that improves coating uniformity. So Sermotics may now market and sell surveil in the U.S. for treating percutaneous transluminal angioplasty.
0: We've heard a lot about devices that treat peripheral arterial disease in the last couple of weeks alone, but this device was not approvable earlier this year, right?
1: Yeah, it's sort of been a, a whirlwind, it seems, for Surmotics, But the FDA told the company that the, it couldn't approve the balloon due to certain information in the biocompatibility and labeling categories, saying that more information needs to be added by an amendment to the company's pre-market approval application to put it in approvable form. So the company then received more fe- formal feedback from the FDA in March and gave the FDA a proposed approach to submit an amended pre-market approval application. At the time, the company had targeted approval in the fourth quarter of this year but they evidently were able to get out in front and get the application in and FDA has proved it. So all all that moved a lot faster than initially expected.
0: The approval of this device reinforces the importance of clinical evidence and comprehensive studies in evaluating new technologies that ultimately benefit patients with PAD by expanding treatment options and improving their quality of life. How does this device hold up against other market leaders?
1: Well, Sermotic said that 24-month clinical trial results demonstrated Surveil's sustained durability in safety and efficacy outcomes and proved that it was non-inferior to the market-leading impact admiral from Medtronic, including what the company said is a substantially lower drug dose compared to the impact admiral. So a lot of the numbers provided by both drug coated balloons were pretty similar from the study and... Uh, I'm not going to bore the listener with all of those numbers right now, but you can read it on on mass device if you'd like to learn more about that head to head.
0: Looks like the last thing we have on our docket today is another acquisition.
1: That's right. BD sold its surgical instrumentation assets to Steris for $540 million. So we've mentioned before these divestitures keep popping up and are becoming a real trend in Medtech. So yet another from a from a big company as well.
0: Interesting. And what's included in this divestiture?
1: The divestiture includes V Mueller, Snowden penser and Genesis branded products from BD. BD reports its surgical instrumentation platform as part of its surgery unit within the interventional segment. And in the deal, Steris also that segments or that units. Three manufacturing facilities in St. Louis, Cleveland, and Germany. Approximately 360 employees across the unit are set to transfer to Steris upon completion of the transaction as well.
0: When companies divest their business, it's kind of this move to allocate resources more effectively and invest in research and development efforts that more align with its long-term growth strategy. How does this help BD?
1: Well, like you said, It's all part of the strategy. So BD said this divestiture advances what it calls the simplified pillar of its BD 2025 strategy, which is a whole overarching plan to not necessarily consolidate, but refocus and narrow focus into, as you said, the higher growth areas. So what the company said was it's a step in simplifying the company's product portfolio and manufacturing network. So BD expects it to support its financial goals, including revenue growth and margin expansion. And it expects to deploy cash proceeds consistently with its capital allocation priorities, enabling continued durable growth.
0: Strategic portfolio management seems like a growing trend right now. So how will this affect the bottom line at Steris?
1: Steris said that it projects annual revenue for the acquired businesses of approximately $170 million, plus adjusted earnings before interest and taxes of approximately $45 million. So the company expects to further update its fiscal 2024 outlook to reflect this transaction once it actually closes. But it did say that it expects an accretive effect on adjusted earnings per share in the coming fiscal year.
0: Well, that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks for coming on and sharing all your insights.
1: Read more on the Mass Device website and check out our show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K I R S H, and I'm on Twitter at Danielle
1: underscore Kirsch.
0: Where can the listeners find you, Sean?
1: Find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S E A N, Huli, W H O O L E Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five
0: wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup.